to Thriving Theory, a podcast about anything and everything. I'm Catherine. And I'm Jody. And Jody, how are you thriving this week? Um, okay. I'm not really thriving this week. We've taken a couple weeks off, right? Yeah. Two weeks or three weeks? Uh, three. Three, three weeks. weeks, yeah. Okay, so I guess two weeks ago, I went on this little trip. Uh, work trip thing, and I went to the uh, the Keller Williams convention. Oh, that's right. You were talking he, about planning on going to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, and I was working it with the company that I go with, and it's like twelve hours on your feet every single day. Like, and you have to tear down your booth and put up your booth and talk to like thousands of people all day long, and it was just like, it was. It's so much fun. You get to meet the craziest realtors ever. Um, <laughs> And, like, I get to really work on my people skills and everything. <laughs> but, like, you're standing on your feet almost every day. Yeah. So, I wanted to tell y'all about my shoes. Oh. Okay? So, I have the flattest feet ever. Like, ever, ever. And so, every time, like, it doesn't matter where I am. Like, a convention, my church, a church service, at the grocery store, my feet will start hurting if I'm standing too long. Like, it doesn't doesn't even matter. Oh, wow. But, oh my goodness, I found these shoes the other day. Adrian Vitadini Sport. And they're the best shoes I've ever had in my life. Do you know what? I think I've looked at some heels by that person one time. But I, did, oh, I really? didn't buy them. Yeah. Those are really cute, though. Thanks. For the listener. They are kind of grandma like, shoes, though. They're like a sandal. They're a sandal. A cute sandal with a zippy back. With a zippy back and like a platformy kind of bottom. And so my foot isn't like flat to the ground. And it is wonderful. I took them on my trip to Bangladesh with me. My feet didn't hurt once. And then I took them on the convention trip to Keller Williams convention thing. And my feet didn't hurt once. And usually I can't even walk by the end of the day. Like, and so these are absolutely wonderful. They're really cool looking. I call them my pink grandma shoes because they look kind of grandma-ish. But I don't think they look grandma. I, my mom thinks so, but my mom is, is crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love them. And they're really, really wonderful. I got them at DSW for like 50 bucks, which is like a See, lot. See, that's where I was looking at heels by yeah. that same person. It was okay. DSW. Yeah. They probably would feel really, really good. Yeah, they probably would. I'm um, very picky about buying shoes. I've needed new flats for a long time. Like mm-hmm. all of mine literally falling apart all of my cute flats Mm -hmm. the soles are falling off the stitching's coming out the inside like comes out with my foot when I take my shoe off and I have to shove it back in there so every single one of my flats is dying and I can't find any cute shoes to replace them I finally found some like two weeks ago that I'm like okay these are fine have you been to Target lately yeah but I don't do well in their shoes really they don't fit my foot good like all all the Target brands Mm mm-hmm I don't remember their names. Like the one that starts with an M. Mossimo? Yeah. That one, it doesn't fit me very good. Oh. I actually have a pair of Mossimo that I wear all the time and I just tolerate them, but they don't <laughs> feel great at all. Do you ever shop online? I do, but I'm scared to actually buy some online because I have to try it on. Like I have very specific foot needs. I have just, I've gotten over the whole scared thing and been like, okay, I'm going to get them and then I'll send them back if they don't fit. And I just have to, I had to, rem- I had to make myself send them back. I'm really bad at sending things back. Yeah. Like yeah. returning stuff, but I bought. I did buy a pair of shoes last year online, and it was from like some cheap Amazon user. But uh-huh. it, I think they were from China. Yeah, because <laughs> they took forever to get here, and they were five sizes too big, oh, even though they said no. they were my size. Yeah, oh, so no. I just got rid of them. I didn't even bother taking them back. It's it's a gamble it shopping is. online, but I get a lot of good stuff online. Um, 
other than that, um, I've started working on my blog web face. Yes, tell me about this. I don't know okay. anything about it. Yeah, so this Jody. is new. Yeah. Um, so I've been really wanting just to be more creative. Like, I just, I don't want to, ugh. After work, I want to, like, be able to, to create something and put it out there. And, and like, I'm not one, like, I, I love to sing, but I'm not one to, like, make a singing video and put it on Instagram or YouTube. Like, I'm just, I'm just oh, not, like, that's a lot. I could never do that. I could I can't sing anyway, but I would never do that. <laughs> it's a lot of attention. It's just, yeah. like, but... I also, I really like to write as well. Um, and so I was like, well, what if I just start a blog? And so one night I couldn't sleep and it was like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. or something. And I just sat up in bed and I wrote down like 30 blog writing prompts. Like That's for awesome. entries and stuff. And it just, it just came to me. It was so simple. Wow. And I've started like fleshing all the ideas out and everything. And I was like, well, maybe I could really do this. So I started working on what the blog would look like itself and everything and started working on a name. And I'm really excited for it. It's probably not going to go live for a long time, but yeah, you're going to want to build up some posts first before. Exactly. Exactly. And so like, and also I, I really don't know anything about creating a blog that one looks good, two does what it's supposed to do, and three generates um, income because I would like a little bit of income from yeah. it if I continue to do it long enough. Which means I have to have advertising on it. Exactly. And, and that means that. you have to like buy domain and like all this like yada yada. I literally yeah. know nothing about that. And yeah. so I have to like wait and talk to people about it and like watch YouTube videos on, on what a domain name is and like how to buy it and which network is the best and it's taken a long time, but it's very interesting, and I'm excited to to get it going. I would just like, I just want somebody to just do it all for me, and I just write the entries. <laughs> but I mean, I understand you can't really. Yeah. If, yeah, if I to were to, it. if we could do that, then I'd have to pay like a lot of money, and that's yeah. just not going to work out right now. Yeah. Um, I, I do have suggestions for you for um, oh, really? places you can go to. A lot of them are, are things you have to pay for. Sure. Some and of them aren't that much. So. Yeah. Um, Squarespace mm-hmm. is a really great website builder. Mm-hmm. Um, the templates are really, really pretty, and you just, like, plug stuff in. You don't have to deal with coding or anything like that. It's it's really nicely laid out. Yeah. And it's super customizable. I think they have a free package. Mm-hmm. And it's like basically for bloggers where it's one page and you can just like build a feed off of it. Mm -hmm. And then you pay extra for more pages or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I know they do have a free trial, but I don't, I don't remember to what extent free packages go with them, but they're really nice. I've been looking through like Squarespace, Wix and um, WordPress. Oh yeah. I did a WordPress one actually last year. I thought I would start a blog. I even wrote down some ideas for myself and gave Uh it a name and I even got a domain name that I honestly don't remember what it is. Oh no. It was a year ago this month that I did one blog post and that's it. That's all I've done. Is it live? Like people can see it? I think so. Oh. I don't even know where it's at though. Oh, I could go (laughs) find this. Yeah. I I did it for National Coffee Day. So it was September, oh. I forget when it is, September 28th or 29th. Is so when was I did it, it about coffee? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It wasn't very in-depth or anything. It was just like, yay, National Coffee Day. It's great. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, I've been but I think reading a lot really... about it. And they're like, you have to 
they're like, yeah, a blogger won't do well if you just talk about everything. But like, I literally just want to talk about everything. <laughs> like, they're like, you have to have a certain topic. I'm like, no, my certain topic is everything. That's I like just, our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I wanted to, I want to touch, touch on everything that's in my life and there's lots of different things. So, yeah. Um, right. But that's exciting. That's something that's happening. I'm excited for you. That's Thank be you. Fun. Thank you very much. Um, and then today, uh, I just got back from Texas East Choir practice, um, which was a lot of fun. We're going to um, we're going to be singing at Praise on the Mountain in Dallas at Six Flags next week. Okay, I saw something that had to do with Six Flags on yeah. Instagram or something, and I was like, "What? What? There's a church service at Six Flags? What's going on?" It's like on? a worship service. Oh my goodness! How cool is that? That's crazy. And so, like, so Texas Youth Choir, um, North Texas Youth Choir, which is um, Magnify, and then I think a Louisiana All State and a few other choirs like all around. So it's almost like a tri-state. Or try. I think it's like district I think it's four choir. or five different choirs actually. Wow. Yeah, and I walked into practice today, and there was like a hundred and twenty kids. Oh my goodness! At our practice, which is crazy. There that was is. there was so many people at our practice today. I hope they all can go next week. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. So it was a little bit weird because. A lot of them are young, <laughs> like really, like really, really young. My first practice I walked into, I was talking to them and like a few of the, talking to a few of the girls and they're being so sweet. They're, all of them are such cuties, such sweethearts. They really are. And I was like, okay, so how old are you? They're like, oh, I'm 14. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and this like, is they're, an odd age. They were like, all like 14, 15, 12, like all all right there and then there's a handful of handful of us that are like 18 19 20 21 22 yeah we're like because like the rest of them are so young young 20s age it's like you're still connected with exactly activities that involve people in their teens Mm -hmm. and it feels like there's such an age gap there like oh you're so little yeah yeah and it's 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 just funny but it's a lot of fun. I'm really happy to be in that group with them, and yeah. I love being a part of an organized choir. So it's it's a lot of fun, and I'm excited for what's going to happen next week. So what about you? How are you thriving this week? Um, I feel like I really am. I like I'm on top of it, but that kind of that kind of scares me a little bit. Like, <laughs> like, like you pride could fall co- off of pride it. cometh before a fall. Like, oh. oh great! I feel like I'm on top of it right now. It's not going to go good next week probably. So I feel competence I feel like I'm doing the life stuff and getting things done I'm yeah. adjusting to my new work schedule just because I'm a teacher it's the nature of my job my my schedule drastically changes during the school year and we also at my office implemented a new thing we're doing a um, homeschool group so mm-hmm. I'm not just working with dyslexic kids all the time and I'm not remediating dyslexia. I mean, that that's really, it's, that's therapy pretty much. But now I'm doing about three hours or so, sometimes four hours of homeschool teaching oh, every day. Cool. So it's been a lot of fun. And, and you've already started that? Already started it. Okay. And the first few weeks I was so out of my mind stressed because the curriculum was out of this world, disorganized and crazy and all over the place. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't teach this. It's all over the place. I have to open like three different books just to teach one subject. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. And I'm not going to give names of curriculums or anything, (laughs) but it was just not a good fit. And so we were able to talk to the parents and, and, 
ask them to maybe try a different curriculum. And I feel, oh, so and you, much and better. And you changed it. Yes, we changed it. Okay. And everything is great. It's it's very organized, and I feel like I have my sanity. And we just started Good. that like two days ago, and I already feel such relief in yeah. my life. No stress. So, yeah, work's been good. I have to go to work at 7.15, three days a week now. I'm back to my early Where early, were early you days. at? Like, when did you, what was the switch? What time? Before, during the summer, I probably started, it would it would vary, maybe like 9 or 10, sometimes 11. Oh, okay. It just depends on the sessions, like what time they're scheduled for. And then I had to but, be there at 7.15? Yeah, yeah. For the last two oh, years, I've had students goodness. that want to come to my office before school starts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not that the students want to. The parents want the students yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it's I crazy. could not do so, that, Catherine. <laughs> I basically, so early. if you add up all the hours, like I, I sometimes won't leave the office until 7. So, and, and I do have a big break in the middle of the day. So I leave and I do things. I go to the gym and maybe I'll run some errands and I'll go home for a little bit. So, but as far as work goes, like mm-hmm. I will start work at 7.15 in the morning and maybe not leave my office again once I go back until 7.15 at night. So it's 12 hour days, but yeah. Wow. It's So it's you crazy. go do things in the middle of your break? Like I would go take a nap. I do that a lot. Okay. That's <laughs> smart. I do. Cause I'm I'm a night owl. I stay up late and then I have to get up super early. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it's like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock in the morning, I'm exhausted and I just want to go fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I, I've been doing pretty good. I mean, I take a nap maybe two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, most of the time I, I keep myself busy and keep myself awake. Yeah, so. that's good. Um. So, oh, one thing that happened since the last time we recorded, I ran my first actual race yes. 5k that was so, so much cool. fun i've run 5k like just running on my own plenty mm-hmm. of times before but mm-hmm. i've never actually done a race like where you pin a number on and yeah and it went well it went really well it that's really good well. i i gotta say though i learned running outside is not for pansies and i'm a pansy oh my goodness it's i've been intense. running it's intense i've been running on a treadmill for I don't know, the last six months or so, mm-hmm. I've only been doing a treadmill. And I do vary the incline and all that. Sure. And I and yeah. I made sure that I did that knowing this race was coming because I knew I'd be running outside. So I made sure that I was like trained for going up and down hills. Mm-hmm. But I did not realize how much of this track that we were going to run on was going to be in the dirt, oh, on the grass. in the dirt? Yeah, oh. a lot of it was. Because it was at a park and there were soccer fields and baseball fields. And we would run along the edge of them as part of the course mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it killed my hips. Oh no. It took me three days to recover, like just my <laughs> hips. Like it was awful. Yeah. I I wouldn't start running outside. I was I was about to be like, you should maybe start running outside. But it's so hot. It's so hot. I can't, you can't do it do anymore. That. I did it like I didn't have time to go to the gym one time this summer, so I decided to run outside more towards the evening time, but still hot. Like mm-hmm. the sun hadn't gone down yet. And I had a horrible hot. headache all the next day. So I know I had like maybe a tiny heat stroke thing going on. Yeah. It was killer. So anyway, recently we talked about cleaning things out. I've been cleaning things out to do a garage sale. Oh, so I'm kind of excited. I love about that. garage sales. I love going to garage sales, but I also love getting rid of stuff. That's that's what I mean. I don't like going to garage sales very much. I guess I just don't go to very many. Oh, I do like it. I, I don't think I've ever actually been to a garage sale. Really? 
I really don't think not even the one our pastor's wife does because oh my goodness I I work that one with her but I don't like shop or anything oh I buy stuff I work there with her and I buy stuff at the same time I like that's probably that's probably a good idea you can get a couple things done at once but like I I don't think I've ever been like running around do a garage sale I do love doing a garage sale I love getting rid of stuff yeah it just it's feels my like, favorite thing. It's such a release. Yeah. Like, it feels Cleaning like you're literally garage. taking stress and throwing it out of your house. I love it. It feels so good. I love it. I love throwing things in the trash. Yes. I love taking things to Goodwill. Oh, it's so much fun. I threw an old pair of shoes away the other day. Was Felt it good. awesome? Felt good. Yeah. We're, I think we're doing a garage sale soon as well. I think it's going to be in November, but oh my goodness, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like I'm really revving up for it because it's just so much fun. I but, love getting rid of stuff. Yeah, my mom and I have sized down in this house that we've moved into, mm-hmm. and it's mm, I don't know. It's been like a year and a half. No, no, no. It'll be two years this October. We've been in this house, and we're still getting rid of stuff. Like we've hung on to things. Like mm-hmm. oh no, we'll find a spot for it. We'll do yeah. it. But no, like our, our our house is way smaller than the one we used to live in. So the other day we counted up five chairs we're gonna get rid of. Oh, and I'm like oh yes, chairs this is open up so much space. Chairs, five chairs. Yes, I've never met anybody to hold on to chairs. We like chairs. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> is it like recliners? No. Like sofa chair? Like what? No, they're most of them are um like little wooden chairs that like is antique so looking funny. Yeah. wow yeah i know my mom um doesn't like to get rid of anything and me and my sister do we love getting rid of stuff oh my goodness we love it and my mom holds on to literally everything and it's so hard to get her to get rid of stuff like oh, wow. so this is why the garage selling is so much fun for us because it only happens like once every 10 years for her and so it's like a huge release for all of us. Like, oh, yes, go away. Never come back. Please. And she's yeah. probably like stressed about it. Oh, she's no, going to regret She's like, my, oh, my stuff is gone. <laughs> like you have tons of stuff, mom. Oh, Stop. Oh, man. I understand that feeling. Like I really do. But I've I've learned the benefits of getting rid of stuff that where I, I just don't need to hang on to anything I do not anymore. understand I mean, the hanging on feeling at all. There's some things like there's this giant, okay, it's silly, giant birdcage in one of the second bedrooms in my house and my mom was like okay we we ready to get rid of this and I just kind of went that's been around since I was little I just I can't I can't do it so there's some things that I'm like too sentimental about but most of the time I'm like oh I only bought it last year but I'm done with it I'm gonna get rid of it yeah so I mean it's not the sentimental things that I need that I want to get rid of it's the junk yeah it's the you know it's those five pairs of shoes that you wore once Yes. You know, yeah. and like, they're not great anymore. You didn't really love them. Yeah. I hate stuff that piles up. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Okay. I'm weird about shoes though. I like, I replace shoes. I don't, that's uh-huh. why I threw away a pair of shoes the other day. It's because I bought a new pair of shoes. I okay, don't. Okay, so you're not a shoe hoarder. No, I'm not. And I think, I think I used to be more because I'd be like, oh, those are really cute. It probably goes with one outfit, but I'm going to buy them. And I don't do that. I try to buy neutrals and then like once a pair oh. wears out, I buy another pair just like it and replace Okay. Like, I try not to accumulate. That's pretty smart. That's very minimalist of you. I try. I've I've learned... Okay, you ever heard of a capsule closet? Yes. And... I don't know how you do that. 
Okay. Well, That's terrifying to me. I uh, No, I don't have what is called a true capsule closet. I'm sure yeah. I don't. Because if you ever look on Pinterest or anywhere on the internet, you'll see like this list of, okay, you need five shirts and three skirts. And this, you know, this is the list of things you need for your capsule closet. Mm-hmm. I would need to buy clothes to have a capsule closet. Same. Like, yes. I don't have everything I need. And also the colors don't coordinate enough to where I can mix and match enough. But still... I have very few clothes. Like, mm-hmm. I can fit it all into one small closet, mm-hmm. and it's all there. So yeah. I try not to. And I do the same thing with my clothes as I do with my shoes. Like, I buy something to replace something that's worn out. Okay. So. I don't do that. I try. Anyway. I need to do that. That sounds awesome. You, though, you live in a house <laughs> where you and your mom and your sister, when your sister did live with you, you guys all would wear, like, the same stuff. And yes. And trade shoes and trade wear each shoes, other's clothes. Trade clothes, trade purses. I was always so jealous of that because, like, I would ask your sister, oh, my goodness, that's so cute. And she'd be like, oh, that's that's my mom's. I don't know where she got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had, like, four closets between us to pick from, which was too much, okay? That's too <laughs> much. That's ridiculous. We were spoiled and and it's but it's not like we go out and buy all these clothes all the time. My sister has worn the same size clothes since she was in junior high. So she just accumulates over the years and just doesn't get rid she of. She doesn't get rid of anything because wow. she she keeps her clothes so nice and like so pristine and they still fit her exactly as they did whenever she was like in junior high. And it's ridiculous. That <laughs> is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And I had so to get rid of a bunch like of stuff last year. Lots of clothes. Wow. But yeah. And I, I keep point. lots of skirts that I've grown out of. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'll keep those and I'll give them to, like, my little cousins. Yeah. Stuff like that. And we'll pass things around. Oh, my goodness. There's there's some outfits in our family that have been passed around to, like, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's this one uh, really cute, like, Easter suit. It's, like, striped and, like, all these kind of different colors. And it's really, really cute. I think I... I had it like the third time and then I think it's been passed around three more times since then. Wow. So it's been like passed around like six, to six different people. Oh my goodness. That's yeah. Crazy. We just pass things around all the See, time. I, yeah. I won't do that. I'm like, get rid of it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like call up family members and be like, do you want this? Yeah. I just can't do it. Or girls in the church. Or girls in the church. I've done that like maybe one time and they didn't okay. take very much. Oh my goodness. It's so funny. So. I think almost every service somebody walks in with, with one of my shirts on or a skirt (laughs) or a pair of shoes. I'm like, yeah, you're dressing out of the Jody wear. Thank you very much. (laughs) That's the Jody collection. Love it. Okay. Is there anything interesting you're reading? Because I remember recently you said you were going to read a book about uh, Jackie Jackie Kennedy. Kennedy. And let me tell you what's going on with that. So I started reading it and I don't like her anymore. Okay. What? (laughs) I know. I know that's so bad. You were like, I love Jackie Kennedy so much. Okay. I was lying. I just liked her style, I guess. And she's so pretty. And I love how just pretty she is. But I started reading it and oh my word, (laughs) she was not a nice person. She wasn't. She was a mean girl. She was a mean girl whenever she was um she was in a type of society though. That, yes, like, she was. She yeah. was a she was a high society child mm-hmm. and uh like teenager and young adult and yada yada yada. And like she went to like these Connecticut I wasn't Connecticut. It's somewhere up there in the northern yada yada yada. One the, of those places. The political there. and like they're all in the political race together. See, in our world we live in Texas. Everything fits in Texas. Everything is good in Texas. <laughs> all the other states just exactly. like squished together. Somewhere up there. And um 
I just was reading it and I did not I'm still reading it. It's very interesting. Um, I don't appreciate her. I think she's rude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm so sorry for everybody that loves Jack Kennedy. I love the way that she dresses. I mean that that she did dress, I'm sorry. And like all of her outfits and stuff. I love her style. I loved her hair. I think she's so beautiful. But she was not a nice person. <laughs> I like nice people. And so I'm still reading it. It's very interesting. But yeah, maybe I'll like her more towards the end. But she was she yeah. was like really mean to her bodyguards, like her presidential, like the staff and everything. Like she was like really mean and annoyed by them and and like. I just did not appreciate yeah. that. She's just one who put her foot down a lot about stuff. Yeah, and maybe yeah. that's what it was. Maybe she's not mean. Maybe she's just, I don't just know. assertive, more like. But I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I'm still learning. It's hard to tell about people that you're just reading about and that you can't ever really know them in person. And yeah. Yeah, it's hard It's hard not to pass judgment on a person, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I've been reading um, about Apollo 13 because that's the kind of space nerd that I am. <laughs> and yeah, I've, I've done a lot of uh, NASA stuff as far as my reading this year. And when I yeah. say reading, I also mean audiobooks. Sure. The, the Apollo 13 book I'm actually reading because they don't have an audiobook available. What is going on? This is the 21st century. Why don't we have an audiobook <laughs> version of this? I don't know. But anyway, I was really frustrated what, when I found that what out. What service do you use for audiobooks? I use Audible. Audible. Okay. Yeah. One day we'll be sponsored by them. Don't worry about it. Oh, that would be so great. I would be suggesting so many books for our little sponsorship <laughs> readings. Yeah, I would do that. Um, yeah, but I've done uh, Gene Kranz's book. Gene uh, Kranz was the flight director for a long time. He was the head flight director. And I've read a book about Apollo 8, which is the first time man went to the moon and just orbited it. It so, wasn't the landing. So now I'm reading Apollo 13. It's awesome. What is... So what are you reading about? Are you reading about how they did it? Yeah, what they, they were do, doing while they were up there. Th- but do you know much about the Apollo 13 mis- mission? No. It it was could have been the biggest disaster. It was the greatest emergency, like space-related emergency that NASA ever experienced that because freaks me out. there was an explosion in one of their O2 tanks on their way to the moon. They were about halfway there. Mm-hmm. And they there were yeah, it blew off like half of their service module, which is the part that like has everything that keeps the ship going. It has oh. the batteries, it has the life support. So they had to move into the the lunar lander and use the life support systems on that lunar to stay alive. Lunar lander? Yeah, they were going to land on the moon. Okay. So it would have been the 11, 12, 13. It would have been the third landing on the moon. Uh-huh. And they had to like stay in the lander and use its resources and shut down the other part of the ship and like survive on very little and come all the way back around to earth. And it's just the engineering that went behind their return. It was beyond impossible for them to get back. And they just found a way to do it and make all the systems that like were still alive work together. the astronauts found a way to do it or the people on the, the ground? The people on the ground. The people on the ground. Oh, I bet those astronauts are freaking out. Yeah. But the thing is about astronauts, so they're all, most of them come from a test pilot background. So they know if your ship is in danger, if there's something wrong, they know how to like, compartmentalize their emotions and just be okay with it and figure out how to solve the problem and work oh, the gosh. problem so I'd be anyway in hysterics it's, it's an intense book though because my mom keeps walking in on me and i'm like no this is the part when this thing is happening your i, shoulders gotta, I gotta read this and your fingers are like gripping yeah. the book i'm like i know what happens i know they're okay but i wow this is intense so anyway but yeah it's it's one of the greatest i don't know 
engineering heroics of all time because they did manage to get them home and the commander of the ship is still living uh jim level so yeah that's so cool yeah it's pretty it's pretty fun i'm a huge nasa nerd though and i've been reading a little about the uh the russian space agency too during that time would you want to go to space that would be so much fun but i don't know how i'd ever manage it they just finished um what do you what do you call it like they had a whole bunch of applicants for uh the new generation of nasa astronauts and i think that that application process has been closed for like a year or so and so they're they're done finding their next generation of astronauts so yeah there's no chance i'll ever do that and you have to have a degree in something yeah too because there's so much science that goes on now in space can you imagine being able to say like yeah i'm an astronaut that would be amazing (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) So back on Earth, let's come back down. <laughs> back on Earth. And we're going to talk today a little bit about time management. Well, really, Catherine is going to be talking about time management because I am terrible at time management. I, I was talking about this earlier with my mom. I talk to my mom a lot, can't you tell? <laughs> and she was She's saying... She's a good lady. She is. She was saying that, and I, I remember feeling this way when I was probably about your age, that you're you're coming out of a time in life when everything was planned for you. Mm -hmm. Like when you're in school, they give you a schedule. You don't have to worry about managing your own time because it's been taken care of for you. Mm -hmm. And even when you're in college, like you have a schedule that your whole life revolves around your classes. So you don't have to worry about managing your own time, but eventually that kind of goes away and you have to start picking up your own stuff. Yeah. Even though you have a work schedule that dictates your life, there's still a whole lot more time outside of it because you don't have homework. You don't have extracurricular activities that you need to be involved in. So yeah, you have to like build your own own structure for how your day is going to go. Which is difficult. It is difficult, but you can do it. You just have to figure yeah. out what works for you. And it changes over time. Everything you do changes over time for how you manage your time. So... Do you ever use the calendar app on your phone? Yes, I do. Um, like what calendars do you have? Okay, so I have, I just have the one that's built into my phone. Yeah, that's what I used to. Um, especially yeah. since it's Apple and it integrates with my um, laptop too. Everything syncs, so it's all the same everywhere I go. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's the, okay, I don't use a lot of features on my phone. Um, it's fairly new and my last one I didn't really use any kind of, calendar-ish, the alarms, anything like that, really. I, yeah. I really didn't use it. And so, but I'm I'm getting the hang of using the calendar app, and it's actually really nice if I actually use it correctly. <laughs> but it's just like the, it's the initial putting in the dates, putting in the times, putting in the locations, mm-hmm. and the notes that go along with it, and then it's helpful. But I have to, like, actually do it. You have to actually do it. Yeah. yeah that's the hard part. The thing that I love most... Oh, so good. It's subscribed calendars. I love anything that I can subscribe to is so oh, good. So like, like they, uh, here at the church, we have a, um, like a scheduling system that we're using now and uh-huh. there's a subscribe button on like whatever your schedule is. And so everything that really? I'm involved in, yeah, it automatically pushes to my, my calendar. That's so nice. Yeah. It's awesome. So I can go to mine. You can go to yours and then subscribe to... I forget where it is exactly. You have is to it come. the calendar link thing? It might be. Yeah. Yes! Yes! See, oh my there you goodness! Go. 
oh, how cool is this? Yep, so now you have that. That is so nice. It's nice. I love it. And, and it's, it's done. Like, it's there. And it's there. done. It's already there. You don't have to worry about it. Wow, that is amazing. Oh, whoa, so it's like, there. Yeah, they've been really good about putting in, like, practice times for, mm-hmm. um, like, if we're doing a choir practice or a that worship so team nice. practice, it's all in there. Yep, so wow. that's good. Um, my work does a uh, calendar. We have, like, a scheduling uh, system that we use, and that system allows us to have a subscribing link that we can hook up to our calendar. So my work calendar and my church calendar is taken care of. It's all done. Yeah, that's nice. Otherwise, I have, let's see, I have a separate church calendar that where I put things in that don't end up being in there. Um, I put in every single church service mm-hmm. and, and I don't, you don't have to put them in one at a time. You, you just put one in and you say, repeat this event every sure. week yeah. at this time. And what else do I have? Because I'm in the youth ministry, I have a separate youth calendar. I have a separate uh, young adults calendar. But uh, they're all one though, right? In your No, they are separate calendars, all color coded. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, you have... can't put them all together and see all the different colors like yeah. on a day? You can. You can. No, you but can they're see them. separate. You can see everything at once. It's just every calendar has its own color. Sure. So that yeah. way your whole calendar looks color coded. Cool. So I, I love have color let's coding. see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10 different colors going on on my calendar. Yeah. Can you tell them to us? Yeah, I have uh, I have pink is the is our church calendar that I put in where I put in the church services. Uh maroon is the ministry calendar. Uh orange is our our youth calendar. Like a golden sort of color, not really yellow is our young adults color. Purple is the music department. Brown is Bible quizzing. And then I have a dark blue work calendar that wherever I put in things that don't end up in our scheduling. Like if we have a meeting or something, mm-hmm. sometimes we don't put that in our schedule service. So I have to put it in myself. And then I have light blue is my subscribed work calendar. And then I have a green social calendar. And this is like, we're going to have a game night at somebody's house yeah. or whatever. Like I put everything, document every single thing in my calendar. So if I know I'm going to go hang out with somebody and have a cup of coffee, uh-huh. I put it in the calendar. Yeah. So, Smart. and then I have an other and that's for errands and going to the gym things like that every time I go to the gym it goes in my calendar so cool Catherine oh my gosh I want to be you you just have to like implement it and start doing it and it's so hard stay on top of it I know I know it is hard and the part that's time consuming is you have to sit down and work out a system for yourself Mm -hmm. and see what works and then make make it a system to where it's as easy as possible to just do things on the fly through the week mm-hmm. and then sit down at the end of a week and evaluate it. How, how does this work for you? So even if something comes up that I didn't record, like let's say I had some spare time and I thought, okay, I'm going to go to the gym, mm-hmm. but I didn't put it on my calendar. Mm-hmm. I go ahead and put it in there. Yeah. So I have a record, like I can look back and see, okay, what was I doing that day? Yeah. Like, and I've never really found a need for it to, to use it, but, but you never know. You like, never I know. don't know. Uh, I appreciate that. So yeah, have yourself a calendar. Have even if it's written down. Mm-hmm. Some there's somebody in our church who like has a whole lot on her schedule, and she still uses like paper and pencil calendar. I love that all the time. That's that's probably what I need to do. The yeah. paper and pencil. Calendar. You do like a bullet journal type of thing with paper and pencil. I do. I do a bullet journal. No, I said okay. you could. We're gonna talk about bullet journaling in a minute, and I'll tell you about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Do you what do you do for like to dos? Like you know you have these things you need to accomplish today. Like what is something you do for that? Oh, do you do you like writing out a list? So I write out a list, a checklist. I love checking things off. Yeah. 
Um, but like even through like junior high and high school, I didn't write anything down <laughs> ever. Like events, anything, homework, nothing, like anything. Wow. Didn't write it down. And I just remembered it. Okay. I just had to go off my own memory, See, which is terrible. I used to be able to do that. But the thing is, you no, start getting I, old really I fast. I could never do that, though. Oh. That, it didn't work for me. <laughs> I just tried to remember. I was like, oh, I'll just remember it. No, Jody, you're not going to remember it. Yeah. And I just tried my best. But like, so the to-dos now, what I do is like I... It's very seldom I do this, but in the morning I, I take a second. I'm like, okay, this is all that I have to do today, mm-hmm. and I write it down. Um, but like, I don't take that list with me anywhere. I don't like, oh. and and sometimes I don't even check off the things that are on there, which I love checking things off. Yeah, I do it all, but like, it's I just remembered it. Like, I didn't yeah. take it with me. I just left it on my desk. Like, it's a very weird process. Do you use one on your phone? No, no, I don't. Okay, I would I would suggest trying to do something on your phone. That way it's always with you. Yeah. And oh, I'm trying to think. I'm of, telling you, I'm going to learn a lot today. I, I don't use anything. I'm trying to remember the names of some apps that are really good. Now, I like Todoist. It's T-O-D-O-I-S-T. Todoist. But you do have to pay for it every year. It's okay. like $30 a year or something, which I felt like was kind of steep. But it's super intense. It ties into your computer and your phone and uh-huh. your watch it's on everything do you have an apple watch i do i don't use it oh, okay because i was like i don't see one yeah i like the i like the regular tiktok old, watches yeah the tiktok <laughs> i will say i do have a problem with like it takes me a while to like show the time like come oh. on wake up already i just want to look down and see the time how long have you had it wake it up a long time a year okay and you I still love say it a year yeah like last summer you still love it i do that's I good. I use, You're really yeah. good with technology, though. I just let me. Technology is my best friend. <laughs> let me explain this. Okay, you use all of your devices to the fullest extent. Oh, I don't. Oh, I but, don't. But I do. From what I see of it, you use you use them. Use all the different kinds of things, and I literally use my computer for the internet. <laughs> That's all that I do. Wow. And so, like, yeah, and I, no. there's so much more that you can do with this. Okay, I. Oh my goodness. The most convicting thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, my word. (laughs) I was talking to my uncle, and he has, like, all these beautiful Apple products. He he goes to our church, you know. Um, And I... It was... I just graduated from high school. My parents gave me this brand new Baby Mac. And what is... What is that... What is your favorite podcaster call it? Oh, MacBook Adorable. MacBook Adorable. It's so and cute. It's so it's tiny and it's cute and it's pink. And so I went up to him and I was like, Oh, Galen, my parents got me this adorable MacBook for graduation. He goes and he, he's like, Oh, that's awesome. So how are you giving that to the Lord? And I was oh. like, Oh my gosh. Oh. I was like I just I was like, I was not prepared for that question and I walked away. Cause oh. like, what am I supposed to say to that? I just like I just gotten it like a couple weeks before and I had just been using YouTube and my email and Netflix and that's all I was using for it. Oh my goodness. And I was and I was like, um, I don't know and I walked away. <laughs> it was so convicting. But like that, I think it's it's it was something wow. crazy. I need to okay, that's gonna have to be like my wallpaper for a while. How am I giving this to the Lord? It was that. It was so much. It was so crazy. much. Well, I but guess. Like, I guess in a way, like it, if you're using it to be a steward, 
of your life. Like that's what I mostly use my Apple Watch for is for the activity tracking. And and then also just to keep up with my schedule because yeah. my watch face shows whatever appointment I have next. So yeah. And whenever I mean you use it to the fullest extent, I mean like you use all these little icons down here. <laughs> I don't do that. Like, you use the little notes in the calendar and the reminders. You use yeah, all those things. I do. Jody does not. I do. You, you ought to give it a shot, though, just to, I like, do. start training yourself so that you have something. I'm not a techie, you know? So there My is, dad is a techie. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he and I have tech conversations all the time. He like, gets hey, so did, mad at did me Did you hear mom. this rumor about the Mac? Did you hear this? I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we sit there and My talk. dad just watched this whole, this new update about all the new stuff coming out. And mom was like, was it Charles, the, what are you doing? He's like, the I Apple need a fall event? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. He was, he was watching it last night. What? No, I missed it. I don't know if it was or not. You know why? Because I didn't put it on my calendar. Oh, don't do go. what Catherine does. There you go. But like he always gets so mad at me, my mom, because we are not techie at all. Like we're like, Charles, how can you do this? And he goes, I taught you once before. You should know now. Okay. <laughs> the thing so I, would never, I will never forget is we first sat down to record our podcast and I needed you to download a program and mm-hmm. your Safari refused to do it. Like just would not download <laughs> anything. And so I'm sitting there oh, messing no. with your computer trying to figure out what's wrong. And you start FaceTiming your dad. <laughs> and as soon as your dad gets on, I realized what had happened. And I looked at your system preferences and I saw what you were running. And I was like, Brother Charles, do you know your daughter's running El Capitan over here? And he, he gave was you, so offended he and gave so you this disappointed. Look. He was like, Jody. I was like, I literally don't know what's going on. I was like, I don't know what that means. Like, who's the captain? What's going on? What is that? I felt bad though. I was like, oh, great. I'm getting Jody scolded. Oh, no. So disappointed. (laughs) Yeah, you just, you have to, you have to keep up with it. You have to. I told my mom when she needed a new computer, she was getting rid of her old PC. Mm -hmm. It was dying. It was terrible and it was slow. And I said, you're not allowed to get anything unless it's an apple product you have to because if it's a pc thing i can't help you i will not be your tech person yeah so i think brother charles is probably the same way do you have any pc stuff oh, in your house my word he ref- he's like we have one in our we just changed it over to to mac but a little while ago we had it running pc and he goes this thing is so stupid every time you get to work on it we were like there's some problems this is stupid you know, you know like trying to work on it and he hated it i love so when he gets mad much. at stuff yeah because i do it too like oh this is so dumb <laughs> i hate this okay so yeah use the apple calendar that's seriously the best thing there is a lot of people use google calendar i had to use it for work for a while because that's what everybody else in my office used hate hate google calendar i cannot emphasize enough how much i hate the google products except i am using maybe, a google doc right yeah, now we're using google doc <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't know what the google calendar is it's um why am i so illiterate <laughs> yeah once if you sign into google you can like go find their calendar thing and it's like the app on your phone you have to get a separate app for everything on google calendar which i guess that's true for apple products but at least they're built in but the google calendar app on your phone will just like it won't show you a nice visual layout like they Mm -hmm. tried to be cutesy with it and there's like a block for you have this appointment at 2 15 and a block for this appointment at three o'clock and if 
the appointment is for three hours on one appointment and 15 minutes on the other appointment, they're the same size blocks. Like that's not a good visual representation of what your day is going to look like because it's not. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's not divided up according to the time it's going to take. It's just these chunks of information about what your your calendar appointments are. So it's not it's not very pretty or anything. Okay, I'm looking at it now. The one on on the um, like if you look through it through the web browser, it Mm -hmm. might be a lot different. I'm sure it is, but the, the the phone app is terrible. Which is some you'd be using the phone app more than the. Yeah, computer app more than anything. But I love the the Apple one because you can like like force press on stuff and look at the details, or you can mm-hmm. even slide it around. Like, I hey, I know press. this appointment's moving. Like, oh, like today we were going to record, and I knew it was going to be at some time, so I just put it at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then you said let's do six o'clock, so all I did was tap on it and slide it, and it just moved to six o'clock. Oh, nice! It's super easy. So that's calendars. Do you think you you want to try it this week? Maybe <sighs> that's a yeah. I need to. I do like writing things down, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. But I think I'm going to try both. It's just not a physical writing down. Yeah. Yeah, do both. Yeah, do both and see which one you end up doing more. I used yeah. to do, like, paper and pencil type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I just, like, slowly started migrating over to my phone mm-hmm. until I was like, I'm not using the book anymore. I'm just mm-hmm. going to throw it away. So tell me about your tool notebook. Yes, I have to tell you about those. Okay. Those for I have several now. I just bought another one oh, this so week. That's, oh yeah, okay, there are two have of them. Two notebooks sitting here. Okay, Tool is T U L. It's a brand that Office Depot and Office Max carry. It's their own mm-hmm. brand. I love their pens. Their rollerball pens are so smooth and so nice and okay, I Okay, can I insert yes. really fast? I've been having such trouble finding good pins and like every single pin I pick up, it doesn't write for me. And it is so annoying. Try tool. They're awesome. Do you have any tool with you? Yes, I do. I have I'll seven have, colors right here. I'm try them out. Yeah. Because like I, I love a good pin. I love a good pencil, but look, every look single pin. Okay. So Beautiful. I've seen those before. Yeah. Every single pin I've picked up in the past like week has not worked for me and it is frustrating. Yeah. I just there's nothing good, worse than a pen that is it work. is it a gliding pin or is it like a like a stick like a it's a it's a glidey pen it's a roller a glidey. ball and I believe it's some type of gel ink but it's not it's not too thick it's not too jelly yeah so you know how gel ink will kind of stick and you'll end up with like you move Goops. to the next word and you get this little line because yep. it's kind of stuck. It doesn't do that at all. If it, if it is a gel in there, it's very thin and watery, but it's still fast drying. It doesn't smear too quickly. Can you throw it at me? Yeah. Oh, Here, geez. I'm going to throw it this way. <laughs> oh, almost. <laughs> close. It was close. Actually, I got it, y'all. I, I got it. Yeah, she got it. She got it. It was perfect. I'll have to look. Yeah, find something see. Find more papery. I also have with me... Um, this is not part of my, my to-do system, but my Field Notes books. What's Field, that? Field Notes is a company that sells like just, just little writing books and things. Um, they're really neat. There's there's one called the Byline that like follows the classic outline of how you would have like, like an old reporter's notebook would look. Mm-hmm. And the shape of it looks like that. And mm-hmm. it has... They just, they really pay attention to detail. They're going to have like little blanks for you to fill in that would be very much newspapery. But they also have a line of just plain little notebooks. This is the notebooks I have here. There's a set of three and they are celebrating 50 years of NASA, of space <gasps> oh, flight. They're so they're beautiful. so pretty. So I have a, what is this? This isn't a Redstone That's rocket. perfect for you. I know. 
It's gorgeous. What is what is this rocket? Mm. See, I don't like this kind of pin. This 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 pin. You don't it like writes that? very very well, but it's not the kind of pin that I like. Oh. I like the actual. Maybe it's something like this, but the ballpoint is bigger. Okay. Well, maybe that's too fine for you. It's like okay, so there's different points. Yeah, there's different points. I think I got a fine. Yeah, this is a fine, but there's medium. Medium. Oh, hips. really? Yeah. That might be it then. How do you know that it's fine? Uh, it says like on the barrel down close oh, to yeah. the little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe you just need a nice thick pen. I need fine because I write small and my, yeah. my letters run together. So I have to do fine. But yeah, field field notes. If you ever need um, some good writing products, paper products, field notes is an awesome brand. And they do like special edition stuff where they send you three small notebooks. These are about the size of a passport. Yeah. And these ones are the NASA ones. Yeah, I love beautiful. that. I love notebooks. I love them. Yeah. And that's the only thing I would allow myself to buy in like the last six months is I bought these and I'm like, no more notebooks. I can't buy any. It's bad. I have so many. It's so bad. I was cleaning out one of my um my bookcases and I had just this huge stack of notebooks and just the first page was written in and all of them. <laughs> and it was so disappointing because they're all so pretty. It's so cute. Yeah. But they're just, they're, they're too pretty and too cute. I don't want to mess them up. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so the tool notebook system, they use disc binding. Um, so you can take it out and put it back in without you, ripping the pages. Exactly. Exactly. And, and tool sells different size discs. And their standard is, I think, one inch, and they sell two-inch discs. I have a student who her school binder is a tool binder, and it has oh, so big, big. big two-inch discs. Mm-hmm. And, like, she puts all of her papers in and out of that thing. It's so nice. cool because you can just move them around. And so they have dividers. They have all these accessories that can go in there. There's, like, a pen pouch. Um, I have a little sticky note tab thing that fits in there. And... Here's how I have this one divided. I have a small, uh, I think they call that A5 size. A5 or A4, I forget what the name of it is, but it's a smaller paper size. It's more journal size. A, that's, um, I think it's A5. A5, I think I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And it has like a pleather binding on the outside and a little pen holder. And the sections I have in here, this is what I carry around with me all the time, are a section for work. I call it session notes, but it's just where I keep all of my notes for things that are happening at work. And then I have a creativity section. So this isn't a planner? This is not a planner. Cool. This is where I take care of my to-dos and and all of that. Just little extra stuff that doesn't go into a calendar. Okay. So things going on at work, that goes in my first section. My next section is creativity. So that's just different things I think of. Ideas for our podcast, or I have uh, stuff for music written down in here. Um, sometimes I doodle in my creativity section. The next section, I have it blank right now, I'll admit, is my journal section. Mm-hmm. And that that was to replace my morning journal once I got through it. But I, I honestly have not started. But it's going to be for like, this is when I need to write down personal stuff. This is when I need to just, just write to write. And the next part is my productivity section. And that's where I start writing my to-dos for the day and all that. If I'm okay. not putting it in my phone, which I used to I used to only use my phone for like to-do list type mm-hmm. things. But now I'm only using this book because it's always with me. So might as well. You know, I really like um, in the notes app on for Apple, I like all their new stuff that they have. Yeah. I think it's very interesting. You can put like... You can have like check boxes and check bubbles and, yeah. and heading and... and, and body and like all these different kinds of fonts and 
I think it's really interesting. Like, I like you can that make too. your notes. Like I I take notes on my phone for church and actually I really don't not very much. I always get so distracted. <laughs> um but I start I usually always start taking notes on my phone, but my friend Becca, she takes great notes and like her notes are like centered and like things are bolded and things are like there's bullet points on her phone and it looks so it looks like a word document and oh, it's so wow. good. Yeah, I just really love the so aspect you, of the notes. That's what you've been using for like your sermon notes and stuff. Yeah, I, I switch cool. back and forth from a regular notebook uh-huh. and then to my phone. Sometimes I don't, I forget to bring my notebook. Yeah, that's what I do too. If I forget to bring my notebook, I'll use the notes app on the phone. But actually, that's what the back section of my tool notebook is, is sermon notes. Oh, nice. Okay. So, and the cool thing I love about tool is like, you never fill it up. Like I run out of paper because mm-hmm. I've like used all my paper in my to-do section. Mm-hmm. So I just rip out old stuff, throw yeah. it in the recycle bin and put in new paper. Yeah. And same thing with my sermon notes. I like take all the old notes and I stick them in the back. And eventually when it gets too full, I'm going to take them out and just like staple them together and file them somewhere. And mm-hmm. then I'll, I'll have them. So that's how that works. I love the, I love the, the pleather bound one because mm-hmm. it has pockets on the inside. Yeah. And the cover. It looks like a little wallet. Yeah, it is. Front. And I keep uh, I keep a business card in there and I keep my coupons for grocery shopping because mm-hmm. usually I have this with me if I'm going to run errands. I don't take it into a grocery store with mm-hmm. me, but like my, my to-do list is in here. Going to the grocery store is on my to-do list, so this book is going to be with me when I go to the grocery store and so I yeah. keep my coupons in it. So that's how that works. That's really cool. Yeah. Brought- and so is your other one a pl- uh, calendar? Okay, this other one? No, it's not. The calendar one, by the way, looks really good. If you want to start a paper calendar, the tool calendar inserts mm-hmm. are really nice. They're are well they really out. Is tool really expensive? They're not that bad. I think this one, it's a plastic outside instead of pleather. And it's $11 and it had the paper oh, in it. Oh, that's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. But you will have to buy the insert for the, yeah. the calendar separately. Mm-hmm. So, But I will say the hole puncher very expensive really it was oh goodness <laughs> I can't remember because I just like closed my eyes and did it I think yeah. it was like 40 or 50 dollars oh yeah it hurt it hurts but me. I will tell you it has made such a difference so my it's ne- very pretty my other book is for eight and a half by 11 regular size paper mm-hmm. and I decided I actually got this for homeschooling so I can put the kids grades in there but the new curriculum we're using, I don't have to. I actually email everything to another teacher and they grade our work for us. So that's nice. So now this book didn't have a use anymore. So I decided to use it as like stuff for my ministries here. Mm-hmm. And I have it divided up according to that. So I Perfect. have like anything for music goes in one section and yeah. I just hole punch it and throw it in. And I even have like a paper in here where I jotted down some notes on like a tiny scrap paper that was really small and I hole punch that and put it in there. Like it doesn't even have to be yeah. eight and a half by 11. That's nice. Everything just fits. You can use it for scrapbooking. It's good for everything. I really like the whole, um, the hole punching on the sides. I like that better than, yeah. than the regular hole punches. Like, yeah, the three hole punch. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is I like super the, nice. that style. I don't even know what they call it. They look like a little a little tiny D mm-hmm. with a line coming off. Yeah. The little holes do. But so uh, do you want to move on to bullet journaling? Um, well, actually, I want to I talk a little bit about how I do my to-dos. Okay, so you ever have those days where like, <laughs> I guess you can call it like a productivity garbage fire. <laughs> like there's too much stuff going on. Yeah. And you don't know what order to get everything done and all that. Mm-hmm. So... I have another little tool that you could use for prioritizing what you're supposed to get done. 
and it's it's this is a visual tool so i'm gonna have to like really describe it for you but it's this Uh little prioritizing triage and it's a a square with four squares inside yeah so like basically it's it's a chart of two columns and two rows Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna get mine out so i can describe it to you and read out what it looks like i keep this in my productivity section in my in my tool journal and okay in the top left hand corner that is priority number one okay actually let me first describe the the columns and the rows there's two columns your left column is urgent your right column is not urgent okay and there's two rows your top row is important and your bottom row is not important and everything you do that's a that's a to-do item you can probably fit somewhere on this little triage calendar so the top left is your number one top priority. It is urgent and it is important. These are crisis items, things that like just suddenly come up that you need to get done right now. Mm-hmm. Or they're deadline-driven projects, something that you know is going to be due soon and you have to get it done by a certain time. Mm-hmm. And firefighting type things. like Again, things that just come up. Maybe they don't feel that important, but they, they do need to get done right now. Mm-hmm. Um, your top right box is number two your number two priority okay and it's not urgent but it is important so maybe stuff that doesn't have a deadline okay i like this so this is going to be things this is going to be things like building your calendar things that you use to maximize your productivity things that you do to build opportunities for yourself like working on your blog Mm -hmm. or you know different things like that things that don't need to be done right this second Mm -hmm. but they're still but they're still very important. They're still important. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to be okay with saying that, hey, this thing's important to me, even though it may not be important to anybody else. Mm-hmm. And you have to be okay with being like, no, I'm not going to move that down on my list of priorities. This is a number two priority for me because sure. it's important to me. So let's see. The number three box is going to be the bottom left side. And that's urgent things. They feel really urgent, but they're actually not that important. And usually that's things that interrupt you that, again, are not important they just feel urgent okay um most meetings and email is what this says okay so a lot of times you have emails that feels like it's got to draw your attention right now but really it can wait Mm -hmm. so that's a number three priority and then number four is the bottom right right and that is trivia busy work and time wasters and so that is not urgent but important what is it it's not important and it's not urgent oh okay it's not any of those things okay but you still kind of need to have those things for yourself to do yes um, as a human <laughs> as a human I, one time I um I was having a really busy week and I just like kept working kept working kept working and then it, one day I happened to need to get onto YouTube just to look something up like it was an important thing and I came across a video that just like piqued my curiosity and I clicked on it and it really made me laugh and I realized oh my goodness this is important that I stopped and laughed at something for a little bit I felt so released so the next few days on my calendar I put down as like a number four priority take time to laugh at something like go watch a video something funny watch a comedian whatever it takes so that's a number four type thing but it's still something that you do need to do even though it's quote unquote not important not urgent yeah so that's good so that's a handy little thing I use whenever I write down my to-do list I like put down what priority number is this 
So did you make that up yourself or did you find something? I found it. Yeah, you can find that on the internet in a couple of different places. Um, I'll see if I can put some show notes on this episode and put a link to um, a post about this. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's like a a to-do list quadrant. Yes. Priority quadrant. Like priority triage, something like that. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay. Okay, so you want to talk about bullet journaling now? Okay, so bullet journaling... I would think be in my wheelhouse. I think, I think, yeah. You just seem like that type of person. So I have made two. I have oh. made two bullet journals. The first one, I have a problem. <laughs> I have such a problem. I, um, if it is not absolutely perfect, I, I have to either start all over or I just don't use it. And so the first one I had, um, it was in this little notebook and this little a bound binder thing, very small. And I was like, after I got done making it, I didn't like the way that the book opened. Oh. <laughs> like an idiot because like it, will, it won't stay open if I like. Yeah, you need something that lays flat. Yes, lays yeah. flat. And so I was just, I pushed it to the side and I was like, I am mad at you. I am done with you. You were very cute while I was making you, but you don't stay open. And so I just pushed it over. I didn't even use that. And so I waited a few weeks and then I found this like cheapy, cheap spiral notebook and I've made one in there now and I haven't used it yet. And it's so cute, but I'm not. So like all I was saying earlier, all through junior high and high school, I had a planner like through junior high, they gave you a planner. And then in high school, you, I had my own planner and every once in a while I would use it, mm-hmm. but I didn't use it for the m- most part, like yeah. at all. And so I have to like really, I have to really make myself get into the habit of writing things down, planning things out, making a to-do list. I'm not there yet, but I think it would really make my life go really, really well mm-hmm. if I started it. Yeah. So I think a bullet journal would be best for me. As like my journal, but also my calendar and also my contacts and also my everything that needs to be done. Right. Wow, it's, it's really all, storming outside. It's it really so is. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of thunder out there. Um, but yeah, yeah but that's why, a, that's why you have like Exactly. And this. I was thinking that's like more on the on the track of a bullet journal because it's, it's, you're doing it, it yourself. Yeah. Like you're I'm putting it, it all myself. together. It's all in one. There's grid paper in here. Oh, and by the way, Tool does make dot grid. But only for the eight and a half by eleven. What's dot grid? Dot grid is when that's what you mostly oh, dots. use. Yeah, dots. for your bullet journals okay. is the dot grid. But for the little small A five paper, they only have like um, like actual grid lines or regular lined paper. Mm-hmm. So just just putting that out there. It's pretty nice. I like that a lot. I think mm-hmm. it's a good size too. Yeah, I do too. I really like it. It fits well. So have you ever tried to do a bullet journal in the traditional sense? Nope, ever. Yeah. So I look at it all the time. I look at like ideas and like examples all and... over the internet mm-hmm. and I like the idea and I think it looks really good. But once I think about how I operate, I know it wouldn't work. For one thing, it has to be perfect. Yeah. And I'm super, I'm way more perfectionist than you. Oh, sure. Yeah. Got that melancholy. And if it's not perfect, I'm not going to do it. 
And also, I feel like, okay, the way bullet journaling works for most people is it gives them a little extra motivation, especially if you use it for like self improvement. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I'll see little things where they draw themselves a chart and how many days did I get up early this week? How many days did I go Mm -hmm. running this week? How many days did I do this? And they like fill in their boxes and like make themselves a little bar graph. Yeah. And I feel like that's great motivation because it's a visual tool and you want to fill it in and it feels like I, I owe it to this journal that I finished mm-hmm. filling in those boxes. So I, let me go do the hard thing that I don't want to do. But to me, that motivation will run out really quick. Sure. Like I'll enjoy doing it for a while and then I'm going to stop. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I don't have to. Nothing's going to happen if I don't fill this little bar in or whatever. Yeah. So... <laughs> Anyway, nothing's going to happen. I know. What's going to happen to me, right? I don't know what motivates me right now, but because what I'm doing isn't much different than that. But at the same time, it's just like the journal thing. Yeah. Because I'm perfectionist driven. Mm -hmm. It's also a creative outlet. It is. It is. Um, And I'm not that creative of a person. If you, and also if you don't need a creative outlet in the traditional sense, then you're not going to love that. Right. I think you're, I think you're very creative in your own way. I think everybody is. You're just doing that something that's not traditionally creative. I think I don't do visual creativity. Well, like I do music, but sure. And, and can I be technologically creative? I don't know. I think so. I love building a good spreadsheet. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's awesome. I think that's, I think you can definitely be creative that way for sure. Yeah. So yeah, maybe, maybe another bullet journal would be a fun thing for you to try. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, next time we do a podcast, I'll bring it. Yeah. I want to see. And, um, I think, I don't know, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to talk about a couple of challenges I want to, cause you challenged me to do something and I want to talk about that. And then we can hold me to it. Okay. Then, then I feel we bad. can hold myself to it. I need you to challenge me to do something. Okay. <laughs> Maybe get up earlier. Well, listen, you have your life under control, so I don't I, know what to do. I don't seem to. I don't know. <laughs> Although I did say at the beginning, I do feel like I have it under control, but I'm sure there's something really lacking. <laughs> Getting up early is one thing, though. Like, I'm late everywhere. I have no concept of time. Uh-huh. And it's, it's really hard for me in the mornings to be at work exactly when I need to be. And I, I did good this week, but it's easy for me to start slipping and be like oh, five yeah. minutes late. I just, I hate that. I hate it so much, but it's, I need to implement something better in my mornings to make that not happen. Okay. Uh, one other thing I wanted to, to talk about though, is like long range projects, mm-hmm. like not the short range stuff. Like I know I need to go to the grocery store tomorrow, or I know that I need to have this thing done for work by the end of this week, but things that don't really have a deadline, mm-hmm. but they're important and it's good if you get it done in a timely manner, but yeah. there's no real deadline. Like, my boss, is there anything you do for that? <laughs> our pastor's wife makes deadlines for things that don't have deadlines. Um, so we have this system in the office where we um, we give ourselves either a month, three month, or six months worth of planning, and we give ourselves the the date that planning should start, the date that you should be meeting with people, the date that. You want this done and you follow all those dates to a T. The thing is, since there's no definite date that something needs to be done, you really have to be on yourself to get it done. You can't be like, oh, there's like not really a deadline, yada, yada, yada. You have to actually treat that as a deadline. Yeah. So you have to like make up a day. But like you can't be, you have to be honest with yourself. Like Mm -hmm. you can't try to be superwoman and get like this huge project done in a month. You have to give yourself time. And like if you want something to be done of quality, which I've 
really been learning about because I'm I'm so we're we're in the generation of the now like everything is done now but like it was really interesting I was listening to this guy he he was doing like this um he's on YouTube he does traffic talk it's called and he gets all these ministers that come to his church to to work on stuff I mean to to preach and everything he gets them he takes them he drives them around and he puts a camera on them and he asks them all these questions and one time he he got Michael Lindsay and he was asking um he was like so when did planning start for this year's North American Youth Congress and Michael said five years ago and so like was it five years I think they plan three years in advance three years in advance for some I think they start planning five years in advance. Wow. Because they're way, huge projects. For our listeners who may not know, NAYC is, is a national youth conference. Yeah. And it's huge. We need uh, large bit- stadiums to house... Yeah. all of the people that attend so yeah and so it's like this huge convention everything all this stuff goes into it and, and he was like it takes us five years to plan five years in wow, advance for crazy. all this kind of stuff like they have like is it every other year right every two mm-hmm. years every two years so they have the place for 20 um 21 already wow the, so, and we just finished 2017 like yeah. so they already have 2021 like the place that they're doing it and so like you can't I know we're not planning anything on that level, but taking that in, into consideration, if you're planning something, if you're doing a project and you want it to be done with quality, you can't be like, oh, I can get this done in like three weeks. No, give yourself actual time, like a buffer of time right. where you can be like mess up on some things and I don't know, just give yourself enough time to make it the best project you can make it. I like that. I like that. See, and I knew that you need to make yourself a deadline. Mm-hmm. And the the particular project I'm thinking of is partially for our pastor's wife. So oh. it's funny that this comes from her because I can't quite figure out how to map out this project in my mind. And, and I can't figure out how to, you know, get it from my starting point all the way to a finished point mm-hmm. And in what amount of time I need to do that in, you know, I figured a few months would be would be good. Mm-hmm. And I can't manage to get myself started on it and have motivation to get started on it because I don't have a hard deadline. So mm-hmm. I knew that I needed to give myself one. Yeah. But what I really like about what you're saying is that you break it down into sections. Mm-hmm. By this time, I need to have planning done. Mm-hmm. By this time, I need to have this portion done mm-hmm. and break it down realistically. So that's what I need to do is break no. it into smaller chunks. Yeah. That's one thing that has been stressing me out is I have this one project on a back burner that I need to mm-hmm. really step up on. Which is important to you, but not urgent. Right. Exactly. So quadrant two. Yes. Cool. Right. Getting it down. You're getting it. You're getting it. And I have all these other, pro- you know, priority number one things mm-hmm. that are going on that mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, priority number two can wait. Yeah. But you do yeah. have to face them eventually. Okay. The other thing I wanted to ask you was how do you deal with notifications? Because notifications can be huge time suckers in your life. They could just like, as soon as they pop up, you want to go click something, go to Instagram, Mm -hmm. go to Twitter or whatever. So what do you, how do you deal with that? Okay. So as of right now, so the notifications that come up on my screen, Mm -hmm. um, whenever I, I don't have my phone on are, um, Facebook messenger. And the only reason I have that on is because I just, went on that mission trip with everybody and I needed to know all the things that were happening. So that came up right away. Right. I just haven't turned that off. Uh-huh. Um, and then <laughs> my, my phone calls, my normal messages, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then there's a couple apps that I just haven't turned off yet. Their notifications come up, 
And then that's that on, on there. But I, I've turned off all my social medias. I don't have any like badges or icons on those because I'll just go and look every few minutes yeah. if I if I do. Yeah. Um, YouTube does have an icon on there. Um, I just haven't turned that one off yet. <laughs> and then um, my group me app, which has lots of messages mm-hmm. for different ministries in the church, has um, has an icon on there. So I have to go and check that. And then my obviously email has one. And then my services app. So everything that I know that needs to be checked except for YouTube, which is I just need to turn that one off. Yeah. Uh, has has an icon and, like badges you mean yeah yeah badges that come up yeah and um yeah sorry I'm I'm in between banners and badges okay <laughs> yeah yeah so they have the badges and then the banners that come up are um so my podcasts come up on banners all the podcasts I'm listening to oh, every really? update yeah they come through and then uh my calendar things pop up yes yeah. Um, and I think that's all. What about your MacBook? Do you do any notifications on there or allow any? So all my, a lot of emails come through, which I don't like. Oh, Um, yeah. let me see. So on my MacBook is my calendar and I actually have, I have Do Not Disturb on right now and that's pretty much it. I just and then I have, I have an Apple watch, but I don't use it. So that's, that's really not anything. Um, Amber alerts and emergency alerts. I didn't know that you could turn those off. Yeah, you can. You can. And I I know that it's probably important. I need to know if a tornado is coming. Mm-hmm. But Well, do you have a weather app? I do. So yeah. I get my notifications through that. Yeah. And if there's something bad happening, then there's that. For some reason, my weather app's kind of messed up. It sends me every notification twice. I have no idea why. Mm. I use something called Storm Radar. Okay. I use Weatherbug everything I get comes twice. So I get two notifications that there's a storm in the area. It Making sure you're real prepared. I guess so. I guess so. We don't it's, want another Harvey it's kind happening. Of, it's kind of irritating though. Well, okay. Harvey's the whole reason I turned off the emergency alerts on my phone. Like, uh-huh. you know, the regular one that's built in. Yeah. Because I decided I got cabin fever. We're, we're like shut up in our houses mm-hmm. for days and days on end. And I just got sick of it. And I decided to go out and go for a run in our neighborhood. And <gasps> it was, it was lightly raining. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, when I mean, was this? Was, Pre or prior? Like, when was it? It had, it, it was already like over our state and it was just, you know, you know how we had rained for like five days and it yeah. just didn't stop. Yeah. So it was somewhere towards the last two days or so that okay. it was still pretty bad rain. And I go out for a run mm-hmm. and for some reason that's when it decides to tell me that there's a tornado warning in the area like <laughs> every two minutes. And so I've got my headphones in uh-huh. and I'm running and there's like music playing. And then all of a sudden, burr, burr, yeah. this oh, loud thing. That's terrifying. And it was driving me crazy. And also it wouldn't like, it plays through your phone mm-hmm. too. So everybody in the neighborhood could probably hear it as I'm running by. It drove me crazy. So I was like, that's it. This is going off. There's no tornadoes. There's a hurricane. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there were tornado yeah. warnings, but... I don't think anything ever really happened, but that's when I decided it's over. We're done. Uh, and the Amber Alerts, too. I know that, like... Amber Alerts. Oh. And like, there's... Yeah. For some reason, they're do, so loud. They're so loud. And I do care that a child got abducted, but that's, like, four hours away from me, usually. It's four, there's, yeah, it's I mean, forever away. There's nothing you can do, so... And, yeah, what, like, I... I know. I don't know, like... I, I, I honestly don't understand Amber Alerts, because if there's any, like you know, bad dude out there who stole a child Mm -hmm. and is running off with them. They put the Amber Alerts on the highways, like on the big signs. And it's like, 
hey, bad dude, we're on to you and people are looking for you. And yeah. it just kind of feels like it might make the situation worse. I'm sure there's are escalating ex- the situation. Yeah. I'm sure there's experts out there that know, you know, when to use an Amber Alert and when not to. But yeah, still, sure. I'm like... And also, like, I understand if you're going to be out and about and then there's an Amber Alert, are people like, oh, a man has run off or a woman has run off with a child. I need to be looking out for anything suspicious. Yeah. Like in the mall. You know, I don't don't know. Like, do people do that? Well, I don't know. And the thing is, though, they're not done regionally. They're statewide. And Texas is a big big state and yeah. usually it's like oh this happened way up in dallas and we're in houston and i'm like well there's nothing i can let do me about just that. drive three hours so up there i wish that like the amber alerts would be regional like if we're driving sure. down the interstate that we drive down all the time mm-hmm. only give warnings for things that have happened nearby so that yeah. i could be on the lookout for i think why that, is that it usually really like good. i don't know why <laughs> it's always a silver vehicle and it's always oh like the same kind of vehicle i don't That's it's funny. just because it's common yeah like, there's common vehicles I hadn't noticed that. But, yeah, it's usually, like, the same I think type that's of generic-sounding really, thing. I think it'd be really smart to, um, like, Siri does the whole in your area. And I think that... Yeah, why can't if, the Amber if, Alerts be like that? Yeah. If if they really want us to be looking out, then do the... Then get the technology to say in your area. Yeah. And then we'll really... Right. Instead of it being a statewide thing. Because our state is big enough to swallow, like, five states. So. Yeah. Anyway... Um, so that's what you do for notifications. I, I'm pretty much in the same boat. So what do you mean by do not disturb automatically on? Oh, yes. Where is your... I need to tell you about that. Like Um, your messages, your calls, what? That's everything. Text messages, phone calls, everything. Really? It's turned off at, um, you can automatically set your do not disturb to turn on and off at a certain time. Really? Yes. Let me Wait, so, so why would you do that? Like, aren't you nervous? If you know you're going to go to bed soon, like I have mine turn off at night. So that way no phone calls come through to me at night, except for you can set certain, um, contacts as a VIP Uh and that person will get through. Or I think they have to like call twice in a row and that'll, it'll cut through. So if like, if you're worried about, oh, there's probably an emergency in my family in the middle of the night, you can set some of your important contacts to where they can get through while you're on do not disturb. But yeah, I have mine set to, let's see, from midnight to 530 in the morning, nothing gets through. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So it's just, it's it's just a pretty small amount of time. As long as it's not like eight o'clock at night to eight o'clock in the morning that's what I was thinking but yeah 12 to midnight to five thirty is really good yeah you don't have to do anything crazy like that yeah and and for people that like their phone is used for work too and they get mm-hmm. a lot of email dings and text messages and stuff yeah. and they could be coming at any time of night that's really handy because you can turn it off a few hours My before messenger. you go to bed so that you can like shut down your our, brain. Our mission trip messenger is popping at all hours of the night because we're all at different time zones. Oh, yeah. And people like get up early for work and people are going to bed late after church and they're like, hey, y'all, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, oh, Lord, I love y'all <laughs> so much. But yeah. and I don't want to put you on do not disturb because family, hello. But like it is popping at all hours yeah. of the night. Well, instead, what you can do is just put your whole phone on do not disturb at a certain time and then yeah. have it turn off in the morning. And mine's yeah. just automatic. It's so there's actually going to be some new stuff, and I'll talk about this on a future podcast. There'll be new stuff with iOS 12 with Do Not Disturb, mm-hmm. where your phone's backlight and, and screen will not fully turn on 
after a certain time. That's so really smart. The cool thing is, like, okay, what if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, I'm half asleep. What time is it? And you pop up your phone and you know how it has lift to wake? Yeah. And so the screen oh, turns on. Oh, I turn on. that off. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, this will automatically do it. It'll be a feature with Do Not Disturb where you can have it set itself at a certain time every night to smart. do that. And so what it'll do is it'll be a completely black screen with just the clock on it. Yeah. So that way it's that's not like nice. a blaring light in your face in the yeah. middle of the night. So it's pretty cool. And it will show no notifications. And at you know all. what I really like? Okay, so I just got a new phone. Um, I just got the the ten. And that one it's gonna be really nice on because it's O L E D. Yeah, the OLED screen is like is mm-hmm. like whenever I'm reading at night, I turn it to a black background instead of a white background yes. with the white words and it is so nice because it's like it's really not blaring in my face right I, like it's just the white words it's super nice it because with the, all the other phones you have that bluish yeah there's a backlight even when yeah. the whole picture is black mm-hmm. there's a backlight that exactly. makes it this kind of is a completely hue. like there's nothing there yeah there's nothing there it's nothing there it's, it's nice it's each uh light emitting diode led has Ugh. uh its own light capability so the light can turn on and off instead of an entire backlight lighting the whole screen people are geniuses how do they do this awesome i saw a video recently from the slow-mo guys on youtube about Uh led screens and then oled screens and wow even just through a youtube video on my computer, I could tell the difference between an OLED and a regular LED. It Crazy. Was, it was fantastic. <laughs> I can't imagine how much a huge screen TV, an OLED TV would cost. Like, uh-huh. it's got to yeah. be out of this world. But, yeah, they're It's beautiful. pretty unbelievable. They'll get cheaper as time goes on, though. People are geniuses. Um, so, yeah, my Do Not Disturb automatically turns on and uh, no notifications on my MacBook. Okay. And that's that's a recent change. I was, like, getting annoyed with every five seconds. Like, if – okay, here's the way your Apple products work if they're all tied to the same iCloud account, an Apple account. My phone is sitting off to my side and the screen is off. Yeah. And I'm doing work on my computer. Well, it knows this, and so it pushes all my notifications to my computer. Yeah. And it disrupts what I'm doing. Yeah. So I decided what I need is my computer to do nothing. No notifications on the computer at all. Yeah. So that way, if I get a text message, it dings over on my phone that's sitting off to my side, and I'm like, well, that's a separate thing. I will deal with that later. Yeah. And it's not disrupting what I'm doing right here on my screen. So nothing comes through on that. So right now, um, my phone is, my phone's doing the thing that you were just talking about where it's pushing. So I'm on my MacBook Uh and so it's pushing everything to, like, I'm not getting any notifications on my phone because they're all coming to my MacBook. I didn't know you could turn that off. Yeah. I have everything turned off. See, I want, I want somebody, I want somebody like you to just grab my MacBook and walk me through every single setting and like just cater it to me. You can do it yourself though. It's fine. No, I can't. Catherine? Yes, you can. I can't because you know everything about this. I know nothing. So I didn't even know that was something you could do. Just go to your settings like you normally would. Okay. Uh, is that the launch pad thing? No, no. Oh, there's a, oh, there's setting things there's over here. There's a system here. preferences. Actually, if you go click on the apple in the top left corner, and there's a system preferences button right there. Oh. And I have an update There's a notification. Oh, you know what that means, don't you? Oh, goodness. It means I guess you need I have to update. update. All right, but there is a notifications button, and it works just like the one on your phone. Like, you just scroll through the list of apps and turn badges on and off, different things. I only allow badges on my email. Uh, The only thing I allow to come through is calendar stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But even then, I think I'm going to turn it off. And FaceTime, 
and I allow everything on FaceTime, badges, sounds, and banners, simply because if I get a FaceTime call, I'd rather take it on my computer. Sure. Because it's already sitting up and facing me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, that's it. And screen sharing I have on because every once in a while, I have to talk to Apple support and we need to do some screen sharing stuff. Oh. So, so whenever you got your computer... Mm-hmm. Did you just sit down one day and just go through everything? Or is it a, yeah. over time? Like, oh, I don't also, really like it's this. It's also over time. Like, you have to reevaluate yeah. every now and then. I just made changes to this about three weeks ago, probably. And I re- cool. I went through my phone again. Because, like, you accumulate more apps over time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you realize, oh, no, I have notifications turned on for this new app that I got that I never yeah. switched off. So you have to go through every now and then and just sure. reevaluate how you have everything set. So Cool. Yeah, and I just did this a few weeks ago where I redid everything. Um, watch settings. The only thing I allow on my watch is text messages, emails, calendar reminders, and my phone calls. Yeah. But and do you take phone calls on your watch? No, I can't on this one. I have a Series okay. 2, but okay. Series 3 you can. I actually, I didn't want that. So mm-hmm. when the Series 3 came out, I like on purpose said, no, I don't want that watch. I want a Series 2 because I didn't want that capability. It's just not, I don't know. It's just not a thing I'm into. It doesn't mm-hmm. fit my use case for the watch. Sure. But it's it's a pretty cool watch. The Series 3 is. Cool. So I guess I have a challenge for you. Okay. Um. So my challenge for you is to think about how to phrase it. Okay. So I see you have colored pins. Yes. Do you color code your, like, written stuff? Not really. Like, per page I do because, like, the the heading will be one color and then subheadings will be another color and then bullet points will be another color. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, like, have a specific color where, like, this pen is only for headings and this pen is only for to-do items. Like, I just change it up as I go. So you don't – so on your calendar, on your calendar that you have, like with your 10 calendars, you know. Uh-huh. On my computer. They're color-coded. Yeah. Would you ever want to do the same thing in your written books? No, because my – Oh, that just blows my mind because I don't understand – I, I'd, I'd have to do that. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I get that. But yeah. I, I would have to use, like, a very erasable colored pencil or something simply because my schedule is prone to change a lot. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Especially at work. I'm dealing with um, a whole bunch of parents and all of their schedules, and we may need to reschedule mm-hmm. a session I have with a student. So, like, from week to week, everything changes. From day to day, everything changes for me. So, you okay. know. Okay. So, scratch that challenge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, do you already... Like weekly go over your schedule at the end of the week or at the beginning of the week you go over your schedule for the week and you kind of write everything down? Usually on a Sunday night. I'll go through the week that's coming up. There's nothing to challenge you on because you're teaching me all this stuff. (laughs) So how about you just challenge me and then I'll figure something out for you. Okay. Well, my challenge for you is like at least – we're going to start small. Like at least start doing some kind of calendar thing. Try using the calendar app on your phone and computer. Okay. And also try it writing it down, like maybe bullet journal form or maybe get a paper calendar and just work on both a little bit for the next couple of weeks and see how you feel. Okay. Calendar something. Yeah. Calendar something. Calendar everything though. Like make sure you don't leave stuff Calendar out. everything. Even stuff with friends. Like, hey, I'm going to go meet this friend for a while. Put it okay. in the calendar. Smart. Yeah. Once we're done with this, I'm going to adjust my my calendar thing for for recording Mm -hmm. we started at six o'clock and i'm gonna move it till whenever we actually ended nice because i just i don't know why i have to have a record (laughs) of what i did i think that would help me a lot too okay 
Any any other challenge other than calendar everything? I think that's it. We'll just we'll just start with start that for now. Start small. Okay. And then next week or in two weeks, I'll bring my bullet journal and you okay. can see what I'm doing on it. That's exciting. Yeah. You don't have any challenges for me. I need a challenge. <laughs> I just, you're just good at everything. Here's, here's my challenge for myself. Okay. This week I decided. You know yourself best. I need to do low carb. Not no carb, but no carb. I mean, <laughs> not no carb. I need my carbs. Oh my goodness, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> no, it's going to be not low. Not no carb, but no carb, you know? <laughs> low carb. Okay. Low carb. Which means I will have carbs. Oh, there will so be we carbs. can do something other than what we're talking about, the challenge? Yeah, well, that's, that's the only thing I could think of oh, because nice. it's something that's been like preying on my mind for a while <laughs> that I need to <sighs> ease up on the carbs here. You know what challenge I'm about to start? What? The 21-day um, Holy Ghost Challenge. <gasps> oh, that one's a good one. Remember when Sister Danielle Green came yes. and she talked about it? And she was talking about every morning you wake up and you start your day with intense prayer yes um i'm gonna do that starting i think monday i think i'm gonna do that too i i need that like i've been feeling that i need that oh yeah i think i need it too um but i never really did it the first time around like i started it but i didn't really work it out i I didn't finish it i'll admit me too i'll be real honest you know i'm just gonna be honest yeah the thing that um, the thing that i did best with was the the morning sidekick journal and i put time in there to pray and yeah. that I did for a much longer period of time than I did the, the Holy Ghost challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a challenge I'm going to start. So I'm saying that right now. Yes. Okay. And so accountability, please. Accountability. And me too. Okay. If, in when, when are you going to start? I'll start on Monday also. You'll start Monday? Okay. Yeah. I, I have to do that with everything. Like I can't start anything on a Saturday or Sunday. It's like Monday. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, I'm starting my challenge on Thursday. I'm like... Oh my no. word! No, what are you doing? No, the week starts Monday. That's the week it starts. starts Monday. Oh, how do you like your calendars? Do you like your calendars where Sunday is the first day or Monday is the first day? Monday. Really? Yeah. Okay. Even though I'm like, I really do. Everything starts on Monday for me. I have Sunday as the first week on my calendar. I'm very used to Sunday being right here, but I like it better if Monday's on the first. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't know why. I like. I feel like Sunday's the first day, even though it's a day that doesn't count as far as work goes or anything yeah yeah Yeah. I I think Sunday is the last day that's at the end that kind of makes sense though because we have so many things we have to do and like our whole week we're planning for Sunday and then it like ends on Sunday when everything gets done at church yeah yeah I could see that I don't think I can make my brain do that though it's it's a hard switch Mm -hmm. it is because everything literally everything says Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday yeah not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. So okay, well, it's we good. I learned a lot. Yes, we have our challenges. I hope y'all are challenged. Sometimes I forget that people would listen to this because I'm I'm really learning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all are challenged. Um, I hope y'all are following our Instagram page, Thriving Theory Podcast. That's your challenge of the week. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see y'all later. Bye. What's it? What is it? Thriving Theory Thriving Podcast? Theory. Is it just Thriving Theory? I believe it's just Thriving Theory. It's I love funny. how I don't even know. Um, Let me I don't know check. either. So, It is called Thriving Theory Podcast. They're like, hello, everybody. And then they go, uh, dink, 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 dink. <laughs>
like, and they do video with it so you can see them like do it with their own mouth. I think it's so oh, cute. That's it's so, so funny. funny. 